podcast thank you for tuning in exciting show for you today hello 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 got everybody back ha! all of our all three of our sweet voices are back with you take that rona yeah right in the butt yeah chocolate star we're totally not social distancing like a bunch of a-holes um <laughs> but anyway unfortunately i only have two feet so if i need six i don't know how that works hmm. so Mm. That's a thinker right there. Mm-hmm. Anyways. What I would give to go back to that Six. burger joint before the Static X show. <laughs> so random. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Dude, we haven't been to a concert in so fucking long. <laughs> oh, that one, that one was this year, wasn't it? Or was it last year? I think it was at the end because it was still like warm out. Shit, man. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. No, it was this year. It was like... Because okay. it, it was Christmas and, uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry, buddy. Well, anyway, we digress. So, uh, first show of the new year. Happy Welcome. New Year! Woo! Happy New Beer. And we are going to celebrate the first show of the new year by mainly talking about everything that happened last year. Music-wise, yeah. of course. Yes. Let's, uh, let's put 2020 behind us officially, kids. But, unfortunately, before we do that, we have sad, unfortunate news. Um, do. I will let Anthony... You know, let me do it, huh? Do I have to? Well, no, but <laughs> you said you wanted to, so... You, you want me to rip the Band-Aid off? <laughs> do you have a Band-Aid? <laughs> no. Why not? So the world of music is very cruel. Cruel and unusual punishment, I would uh, I would, I would, actually say. And, you know, it's uh, the last couple of years, it seems like rock legends seem to be a uh, uh, disposable, in, uh, disposable uh, line item. Yep, so unfortunately we have, uh, this, the year has taken its first victim, I can't say that because maybe there's others, but in the music industry at least, um, born as Marku Ula Alexi Leho, also known as just Alexi Leho, uh, the Finnish uh, guitarist, composer, and vocalist uh, for Children of Bodom, um, has no longer with us. At four, I think forty-one years old. I think forty-one. That, yeah. Was it forty-one? Yeah, they said after a series of health issues. Something supposedly. It didn't. Obviously, it never specifies. There was um, a there was a there was a bunch of reports out there. Like I, I saw some like fan comments about because I mean he he was performing pretty much until until the end. Like, yeah. like well, we actually talked about it one of the other uh, the Christmas episode that uh, bottom after midnight signed with. Um, Napalm. Yeah. It's yeah. a very active. So, I mean, obviously, like, the it was untimely or, like, things took a turn that they didn't necessarily yeah. expect. Um, I saw a lot of fan reporting. It's like, like, he was still doing appearances and, like, whatnot, but, like, he like the weight loss was, like, incredibly noticeable and, okay. like, stuff like that. Just didn't. Um, 
fucking sucks. I mean, I love Children of a Bodom. Like, yeah, I'm especially old school. Like, I, I mean, I right. grew up with them. Like, they were right next to, like, the In Flames. Like, yeah. Downfall, I still get all freaking giddy. <laughs> like, when I when it, when it I hear it, like, awesome. played and, like, whatnot. And, I mean, That's we, we talked a lot. I mean, they were, he was moving. Like, obviously, Children of Bodom was, like, in Splitsville. Like, Splitsville and mm-hmm. we were making fun of Bodom after midnight, which now I feel like a dick. <laughs> he did a. It does say in the wiki. I don't know how obviously true it will be, but we, we do know that um, they did record a few songs with the new project. Um, but it says they're to be published post humious. Yeah, posthumously. Humious. Yeah, that one. Humously. Yeah, posthumously. Um, so maybe we'll at least get some. I don't know if they'll continue said band, but I, I'm not sure. Yeah, it's just there's not, there's not much to say. I mean, I mean incredibly talented dude. Like yeah. the guy, the guy, the guy is legendary. Mm-hmm. Killed Le- it. Legendary. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, if you, whether you whether you like the the Swedish style metal or not, I mean, the guy, mm-hmm. I don't care what you can say. The guy can freaking play. Mm-hmm. He can I fucking sing. And the only thing I've, I've ever knocked children with Bodom is like we stopped doing cover songs. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's yeah. like. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know maybe in uh maybe in upcoming weeks like we'll uh we'll dive deeper and break down the uh, some more actual break down the here. break down the catalog of Children yep. of Bodom. I mean that would be Play a that'd be a that'd be a fun that'd be a fun tribute. So tribute gotta, episode. Get, I mean how long have the uh, Children of Bodom been around for? 93? Oh yeah. 93, yeah. That's a, that's the oh, yeah. start of it, quote unquote. So yeah, it's been a while. Uh I know guys I grew up with. I mean, like the, this guy was a god to like our like our circles and like yeah. whatnot. And like I mean, I was getting like text messages from people like once the news started trickling. I was like, dude. Yeah. And like, it was all I know. over. It's like, dude, mm-hmm. I know. He's like, dude. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude. It's crazy. And it's so sudden too. It's one of those things that. Yeah. Who the hell would have predicted that? Yeah. Well, it's just I mean, because like you know we're talking about it. it's like okay they signed the record deal it's like we're making fun of their new band name it's like okay we're looking forward to mu- music. Mm-hmm. Dead. No, it's just. Yeah. Oh, things. cool. Mm-hmm. It's like sweet. So it's gonna be. It's gonna be like that, huh? It's gonna be like that. It's like if you're, if you're thinking about going into being a, becoming like a metal star, might want to hold off <laughs> for like a while because like the the fucking Grim mm-hmm. Reaper is like on a, on the fucking warpath apparently. Sure he's gonna is. he's starting at the top. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's She went right over Steel Panther and. <laughs> yeah. uh, and hit a bunch uh, of legends. Yeah. I don't, I don't they docked him. Of course, we wish uh, no bodily harm to uh, the boys over at Steel Panther. No. Yeah, not all of us. Or any. Not all. <laughs> or, <laughs> you and most of Molly crew. Yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> I digress. Well, so in that case, you know, obviously R.I.P. And until then. Sweet Jesus, was my fucking laptop though? Alright, now this. This is the annual Heavy Metal Horror Six Pack the Award Show. Alright, if I'm not mistaken, I think we're getting right into it. Yes, yeah, we're getting right into it. Like, so Fuck if this gets roll. if this gets lengthy, I think this was a two parter last year, and I don't know. I think I've ever been lengthy. Uh. <laughs> more girthy. So this is uh, the... More than just the... <laughs> Good lord. Sorry. <laughs> That's also not true. Oh, man. True. This is this is why we gotta get rolling, man, because the digressions are fucking fierce. But today, like I said, we this will be our last look back at 2020, and then we will never <laughs> speak of it again. Ever. Well, probably a couple times, but... Ever, no, ever? Not on purpose. Can't wait for the movies to come out. 
2020 and all the fucking bullshit. Well, now... Are you gonna, oh, I, almost, <laughs> I, I, I almost went into a digression, and like you can't, we can't, we can't do that quite yet. But this is the second annual Packy Awards. Hey, hey, Packy Awards. Hey, the Packy hey, Awards. Kid. So this is hey, the heavy metal over six pack version of a music award show, where we will we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We have a bunch of topics. <laughs> <laughs> the counting was just for show. One, two, seven, nine, eight, six, four, three. Bunch. Well, after I lost count the first time, I decided this was uh, bad radio and not going to get get very far. Um, if you if uh, you remember 2019, obviously it was our first annual Packy Awards. It's kind of fun, kind of cool to uh, to identify. Mo- almost everything that we have, we all did our very damn bestest to come up with samples from actually 2020. Yeah. Which it wasn't a completely fall off year. No. There was some. There was definitely some key stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, just uh, thinking back to the nineteen, I remember like uh, the tool, the tool release was out. Like that was obviously yep. huge. Um, but I mean, even like twenty twenty, I mean, Ozzy released System of a Down was sneaking some singles yep. out. Um, <laughs> kind of a new, new way of life when it comes to live music. We'll talk about that like a little <laughs> yeah. bit later as we go. That is true. But I mean, there were samples out there, and so what we're gonna do. The way this works, just to kind of uh, inform everybody, you have three hosts, you're going to have three winners. Yeah, we just do it per host. Yep. So each host is going to give you winners. Uh, they may overlap, they may not overlap. If they do, they do. If they don't, they don't. Uh, we'll we'll put all the notes. We'll make a super-duper playlist out of all of this stuff, and uh, we'll share that on the webpage, uh, hmoa6pack.podomatic.net. Or Spotify. Yeah, wherever you want. Wherever you want to find it, and uh, spot a Facebook, spot a Facebook. <laughs> and with that being said, I guess we'll just get right into it. Yeah, let's do it. So, I think what we'll, I'm sorry, sorry for the pause, sorry for the pause. My bad, disorganized. I think what we did last year, I think we started with the individual awards. So I think we'll start with the individual awards, like the the little the little dudes, like the. Drummer, guitarist, vocalist? Yeah. Okay. And you know what? Because drummers are awesome, we'll actually start with the vocalist. That's fair. Vocalist of the year and why. Okay. So since I presented it, why don't we start with that side of the table? I mean, yeah, that's fine. We're just going to be re-talking about what we just talked about because I picked Alexi Leo. <laughs> vocalist of the year. Wow. Yeah. Yay. It's not very elaboration, bud. What do you? What do you want me to do? Like, there's so many things. I feel like okay. Talk. talk Listen, check this out. Check this out. Talk about why. Mm -hmm. Maybe like. (laughs) No, but 2020 was just full of L's. Like, (laughs) we had so many losses this year, and it's like, you know, I didn't really get to experience any like. I feel like music isn't the same this year because all the releases that were supposed to come out and the people we're working on didn't, and everything got jammed up and shows stopped and artists stopped, and then it just... This was a rough year. And so I feel like, like we just said, you know, there's... There's all kind of new beginnings and everything coming forward with with the... the um, <clears throat> good Lord. The new record label and everything, and the, the new signing and everything with Children Bodum and uh, or Bodum, at, Bodum after midnight now, right? Yeah, that would be the okay. So I, yep. it's just it's tough because you can't. 
new name or not, you you can't take away. I mean, he was always the face. That's what I'm saying, though. Like he was, he was the sound of it. Of the boat. He was the sound of it. No, I mean. Yeah. And now this is the last year that they're there. like. How can you go within? Uh, well, I mean, obviously you guys have gone with other vocalists, but like. For me, just strictly out of fucking homage, like I, how do you go with anybody else? Like, that's right. It's just like I was like, I can't, I, I literally can't go with anybody else. Okay. So I, myself, am going with a given name. Why do I always pick Swedish people? Because I can never fucking pronounce it. Uh, <laughs> Bjorn, Ove, Ove, uh, Egemar, Speed, Strid. Uh, Speed is obviously the nickname, but uh, Soil Work is the, the band in question here and the lead singer, uh, Bjorn. And um, so. That is a tough name <laughs> in, your, in your defense. <laughs> Bjorn. And I apologize if, if I fucked it up, but um, the thing that. And, and I'm also taking into consideration this year of all the bands that I've like refound and all the songs I've refound where he's in them as well. I mean, he's fucking everywhere. Like, almost every other band, he at least has some kind of part of a song. Like, he's just always somewhere. <laughs> he's, he's got a little bit of a network. But the thing is, is that, I mean, for for what, I mean, you listen to any soil work. I mean, you jump, I mean, they've always kind of, they've been all over the place. They've always been, you know, the, the kind of thrash, the speed metal, obviously. But, I mean, his vocals, I mean, he can do anything. He can do the cleans. He does the screams. I mean, he's he can do whatever he needs to do to get there. I mean, and I think that's that shows a lot, having such a wide range to be able to do that. I mean, the I think we talked about um, Verkenheit or Verklinheit uh, last year, and the same thing. I mean, it's just he always fills it out how he needs to. You know what I mean? Like he's always where he's got to be. The vocals are where they got. He jumps here and there as he needs it. I mean, he can do it. Um, I know Death Definer. We talked a little. We actually talked about a little bit about the Desperado cover, which is just weird. But we won't talk about that. Uh, <laughs> but they they released uh, a Wisp in the Atlantic, which is only five songs, but technically considered an album. Doesn't consider itself an EP, so it still counts in the 2020. So I picked Bjorn as my Swedish singer. Very nice. Very nice. Marcus? So I like to try to. Uh, on a, obviously, this is an award show, so like it's going to be our focus to, fo- to focus on positives, like awards and whatnot. But the one thing that I will make fun of 2024 was <clears throat> I used to be a, I'm usually a very big metalcore guy. Mm-hmm. The problem with metalcore is now everybody sounds exactly the same. You have the same trendy clean. You have the same trendy unclean. And they're all put together relatively similarly. And there's a whole bunch of... I call it the octane effect. If you have octane satellite radio, Mm -hmm. you have 24 hours of music that are generally all the same sounding music. You're not wrong, buddy. You're not wrong. (laughs) And that's kind of what... And, like, this whole whole thing where, like, everyone's, like, coming out with, like, singles and whatnot. Like, it's becoming, like, even more evident because bands that were heavier prior are now becoming, like, one of these cookie-cutter, like, metalcore cutouts kind of a thing so trying to find the one vocalist that happened in 2020 that really excited me what i what i tried to do was i tried to go with what I'm trying to i'm sorry i'm trying to put like figure out how i want to i'll tell you what i'll just say it uh my 
my uh, my vocalist of the year is Randy Blythe okay. of uh, Lamb of God. Lamb of God. The reason why I picked Randy Blythe of Lamb of God is the release that they put out in 2020. I actually thought he actually elevated to yet even another level because you know Randy Blythe is very uh, very original it's, as it is. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a tone you know it's Randy Blythe. Mm-hmm. It's very seldomly mimicked. Yeah, hasn't been. Like there's not a copy of Lamb of God out there. No, like like Lamb of God is mm-hmm. Lamb of God, and with their self-titled release, Lamb, Lamb of God, I thought he actually even brought up like mm-hmm. another like another dynamic to mm-hmm. like his bag of tricks. Still the same old Randy. He could still bang, but like his writing is impeccable. Adding the the element of cleans like uh, the, the <clears throat> opening track of uh, the t- the the title album there, uh, Memento Mori. Mm-hmm. It's like a minute and thirty three of like just cool dialogue that like it's almost like very Parkway Drive ish, okay. like with uh, Wishing Wells, well, like how he kind of started yeah, with that. Didn't uh, uh, crazy. One of their oldest songs has that in it too. Ish, yeah, yeah. Uh, I so it's not was, it's so. not a new trick, but you know what? It's there, there's dynamics there, and like it, it was an album like. It was an enjoyable album for me, and like I just, I just thought he took his his kind of skills. Like it's almost is Randy Blythe's like maturing, mm-hmm. but he's maturing like a fine wine. <laughs> like <laughs> exactly yeah, though, yeah, like, it's a good way to put it. He's maturing like epically though, mm-hmm. like it's amazing. And when we were lucky enough <clears throat> to see him live, I mean the dude's a showman. Like he's mm-hmm. a he's he's awesome. Like yeah. it's just. Because he brings it live, too. Oh, yeah. It's not just like a studio effect, man. Like, that guy fucking, yeah. he rips. Compare him to the the kind of little soup that Jonathan Davis did, you know? Yeah. Where, yeah. like, same thing. He kind of <clears throat> then came back and killed it um, the year they prior. Did, he did, uh, Randy Blythe was in that clutch, uh, like, r- remake, I guess, or remaster. Sure. I don't remember the song off the top of my head, but he was in it. Which, at first, I was like, well, that's weird, because he does the screaming thing. Clutch isn't really about that. But then I remembered a few years back that they went on tour together. Which, again, I was like, why? But it works. And the other thing I, I always love about I mean, he's he's 90% of his own writing, so, like, his his lyrics are great. He's a very artsy man. It is, and, like... He's a very smart man. In in our projects, like, you know, I, I've, I've written lyrics, and I try to be not, like, so... To the point. To the point. Yeah, like try I try to, to be more obscure, more, um, more poetic, if you will, mm-hmm. like kind of a thing yeah, with no, it. Yeah. And he just it, like everything he does, like I just admire. And I couldn't pick anybody else. That was actually one of the few that was like actually really easy to pick. I was like yeah. that guy. I had, I had trouble with that because a lot of the bands that I've been listening to that have come out this year, one, the singer's not usually the focus, <laughs> and two, I've already put said part of them. Another word on the list, so I tried to avoid double dipping as much as I could. Well, I can say one thing about 2020, like the actual uh, sample size of mm-hmm. the music. It was very easy to find some of these because, like, there wasn't very many to yep. compete with it. Kind right. of thing. Yeah. Right. Um. So, with that being said, we'll move on to our second individual award, our second Packy Award, <laughs> Guitarist of the Year. <laughs> David, who is your guitarist of the year, buddy? I went down the same path, man. 2020 took a legend. (laughs) Okay. You gotta pay tribute to the legend. Okay, maybe you don't have to. What? I'm just, I'm I'm curious, like, are you changing what you talked about in the car? Wow. 
Why would I? Okay, just... <laughs> Never mind, sorry, sorry. My bad. I'll shut up. No, actually, so I was I was actually pretty torn with this. This year, because there was an album released this year that I was blown away by, and I... Man. I, I, I just feel like there's such a... No, oh, hit me. Uh, I feel like there's such like a, a dynamic of things you can accomplish when you're an artist that is kind of reinventing yourself. And so because of that album this past year is what kind of jammed me up for this because like I don't like doing repeats and stuff. Um, but there was a couple things, you know, a couple things we had to had to look at and had to experience this past year that were kind of unex unexpected and uh I don't know, man. I feel like, I feel like Van Halen's up there. Yeah, that's true. I feel like Eddie Van Halen, yeah, you know. I feel like year, it just as as blown away as I was by like you know contemporary artists and stuff. I just I kind of had to pay tribute to that because that guy, man, paved the way for so much. And like you look at like the ripple effect of his all of his work over the years, you know. And how far that's gone and reached and those influences that you can hear in all these other bands now. And I just had to go with that. Fancy. Oh, my. Have you had this before? No. Oh, that's good. It's not bad. <clears throat> Chocolate pecan pale ale. The pecan. Shut up, Dave. Nope. Actually, not, I, that I, I will do. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well... To piggyback Dave's last one, if you guys, <laughs> guys want to try it, by all means, help yourself. Oh my lord, please don't spill it there. Um, I actually went with, with Alexi for guitarist, because I feel like that was what made Children of Bodom, Children of Bodom, was the, those licks, if you must. You know, I mean, from the beginning, I mean, that's just the style that he had, it's... It's that Swedish speed metal. I mean, the man could fucking rip, it was disgusting. Fast the shit that that guy did, it was bananas. And I mean, it's, he was iconic, and he was one of the. Uh, I believe Nita Strauss, Strauss actually um, posted something about it, and that she was he was one of her idols, you know, that she looked up to and to learn to play, and he was one of them. So I mean, yeah, he was again paving the way, like like you said. I mean, not obviously as old school as, as Eddie, but right, still something of of a legend and icon for people. Right. Yep. They just have that. That's such a unique sound. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. I mean, that's just... Marks? So in uh, April or May last year, uh, this album, an album came out uh, from a band that I'm quite fond of, a band August Burns Red. And uh, August Burns Red did a whole bunch of stuff last year. They did like a whole bunch of neat stuff. And they did their, uh, their, uh, their annual uh, August Burns Christmas. Um, album, which is when they, uh, you know, they take uh, classic Christmas tunes and like kind of do like an epic version of the Trans-Siberian Orchestra <laughs> with their with a with their guitarist action and their uh, musical action kind of a thing. Um, and I've re I've refrained from uh, in previous years of, uh, of actually honoring this this gentleman. So my guitarist of the year this year is John Benjamin Brewbreaker, aka JB Brewbreaker. I like his guitar. He's got that green one. The lead like, guitarist. Thing. That thing's cool. Yep. He does things that are very iconic. He's got the the green guitar, as mm -hmm. Anthony just mentioned, with the two stripes in the yep. corner. He uh, 
Always wear sandals. Yep. Flip flops. Flip flops. Mm-hmm. All day. Slippers, brah. <laughs> uh, and you you know and the thing the thing about his uh, his play style like he's not necessarily like a soloist per se like there's not there are some solos in like August Burns Red music but it, they're generally just like really high tense intense uh, like uh, riffs like it's just like riff action and layers and a little technicality in it complexity I mean like it's just it's it's unbelievable and he's fun to watch live because like it's just effort it's like one of those he's one of those guys where it's like effortless and the the album Guardians kinda was a little bit different from the traditional August Burns Red um a few things happened with the uh, with the uh, with the album Guardians uh we were uh we were blessed with the uh Chop Suey cover <laughs> From System of a Down, which introduced like all kinds of like different dynamics, but like when you're adding like uh, like heavier riffs and like mm-hmm. even like maybe like a little miniature solo action to like chop if you, suey. If you do it in moderation, it doesn't ruin the song. I mean, it no, makes it's difference. but so anyway, you said like I, I heard comments as like oh all they did was copy like System of a Down. Who the f- did you listen to it? It's the cover. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of the point, it's a they kind of it's in the title. <laughs> it's like no, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna strongly dis- I'm gonna strongly disagree. I'm gonna say that they took it and made it their own. Mm-hmm. No, hundred percent. Um, but the album itself, like uh, aside from that, like the the album Guardians, like it, it, I'm not gonna say it took a step back from like the heaviness. Like it's not their heaviest like release, but like technicality wise, like it's on par. And they they added like different dynamics like there there's actually like like slower, mm-hmm. like slow slower riffs slower tunes like well, lower tempos and like whatnot yeah. but still complex still beautiful and still, you know everything that I love these guys for. My furnace my furnace turned. Oh okay okay. Oh my god what are we losing? <laughs> so uh, J- so my guitar studio J B Brewmaker. Beautiful. August Burns right. Ballin. And now for the last of the single awards, I believe, the main event of the single awards. I'm not single. The year's best drummer. You want me to start? Oh no, I was saying you. You're the you're the year's best drummer. I don't believe so. Oh. He didn't really say anything last year. I haven't released anything. I uh, so I don't actually I don't remember who I picked last year. To be honest with you. But it is technically a continuation from last year, as they released an album this year, and also my only double dip, I believe. Nope, nope, just <laughs> two double dips. Uh, so I went with Alex Bent yes! of uh, Trivium. Yes! Because ever since they got Alex in their last album, The Sin in the Sentence, Trivium has become what Trivium should have been from the Heavy. start. Yes. And, like, his, it's, it's fucking mind-blowing. And as a drummer, that's what I, I listen to the drums mostly. That's and that's what the hooked me. shit that that guy does is fucking unreal. Just the little nuances that he yes. adds, the little cymbal hits and little things, and it's just it's amazing. And he's literally made Trivium so much better. As much as Trivium was great before, but he's really been a huge piece to that puzzle. I'm proud of you. <laughs> and, yeah. I thought that's what you were gonna pick. No, that's that's my. It's like, there's no way. Yep. I feel like especially Trivium, though, like that, like the all the crazy shit he does on drums, like that's that's what kind of brings you in. Mm-hmm. That's what brings you in, especially with this this last album, like that. When you can when you can smash your dashboard <laughs> <No>. <laughs> while you're driving, <laughs> when you feel the urge to, like that's 
the thing is, the thing is, 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 he's got a creative mindset behind him, which is nice. Like anyone can go fast, sure. Right. Doesn't mean you, you talented enough. But he kind of does that like <clears throat> unexpected fill thing too. And that's though. the thing; it, it's like, the fills that he, like, sw- yeah. he fiddles around with the yes. little, like the nuances. Like I said, and it just, it just, it's, it's very noticeable, and it makes a huge difference. Enormous. Mm-hmm. I guess we got buddy. I double dipped. My drummer of the year is Matt Grainer. I have his drumsticks. <clears throat> August Burns Red. The guy is fucking cuckoo. He uses fucking bananas as well. And this wasn't mm-hmm. my deciding factor, but that cover that they copied System mm-hmm. of a Down Chop Suey, what he did to Chop Suey is gorgeous. Can I be honest with you? I don't like the drums in this one. I don't. Well, it's my opinion, not that's yours. That's fine. That's <laughs> why I'm being honest with you. I, I just personally. I, I think it's more the mix. They sound weird to me. Maybe, um, it's just me. Maybe it's just me. Even in like the new Christmas stuff they released, the, the mix for his drums sound really weird to me. I don't know why. I'm not saying it in a negative way. It's just I, I, just, I, I picked up on it, and it's just weird to me. <laughs> <clears throat> Doesn't change that he's not fucking disgusting, but... Fair enough. Yeah, he, he was an e- as far as like, but overall performance-wise, he was an easy pick for me. Oh, like, yeah. the, he, like, he is 100%. absolutely cuckoo. Cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo. And every live show I've ever seen August Burns Red, Burns Red play, he always does a drum solo, which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. That's what I appreciate about him. I feel like I would be, it would be bad if he didn't, like he needs to. <laughs> for the thing, yeah, it's like for way his to, ability, like, come on, man. Way, <laughs> way to mail it in. Also, a founding member of August Burns Red, August Burns Red formed yep. in 2003. He's one of the, him and original, JB are, JB, are, yep. are, the, uh, are the original members. So it was mm-hmm. one year, 2016, that they actually used somebody else for touring purposes. Yep. Um, I don't know the circumstances behind it, so I'm not going to report on it. But other than that, I mean, he's been there the whole 17 years, which is just fucking gnarly. Uh, quick side, side note about August. I don't know if you saw one of the streams that they did, um, but they actually had the original singer sing a song with them. Oh, no kidding. I believe when they did the Thrill Seeker one. Okay. Um, okay. Like, the original, original lead singer, like, way back when, came on, which was pretty interesting. That makes sense, because Thrillseeker was their first release. Yeah, I believe so. Day. Yeah, 2005 Thrillseeker, because they lost him before that release. Correct. He was only 03, 04. Yep. And then they had, like, some other guy, 05, 06, and then they got Jake. Yep. And Jake's been with them since. So. Mm-hmm. I like Jake. Jake's a good guy. Yeah. He's, He's been true love ever since. Mm-hmm. Well, they got a good formula, so make it work, man. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the discography. <laughs> Thrill Seeker, awesome. Messengers, mm-hmm. awesome. Constellations, cool. Leveler, cool. Messages is so good. Rescue and Restore, okay. Yeah, Found in Faraway Places, okay. Phantom, Phantom Anthem, I know a lot of people didn't like it. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And Guardians, pretty fucking badass. Matt Grainer, drummer of the year. Woo! Bruja! <laughs> Bruja! <laughs> Okay, so that's the individual awards for this year's Packy Awards. So what we're going to kind of do is we're going to do some uh, some actual song breakdown stuff. And how appropriate, but other than to start with the best, quote-unquote, breakdown in a song okay. in 2020. That thing that just makes you headbang and mosh if you had the ability to, which you didn't. Ha-ha. <laughs> ha really, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Oh my lord! I'll, uh, I'll start with this one. Sure. Um, I've been has been around for a little bit. Um, I've just been kind of uh, gifted to the audio pleasure of listening to them. Audio pleasure um, from from 
<laughs> one of my guitarists, uh, Chris. Yeah. Um, he brought him up. The band is uh, Spirit Box. So they're female fronted, which is interesting. So the song is called Blessed Be. <laughs> you okay there? No, yeah, it's. Have you have you heard it? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Okay. So the cool, <laughs> the reason I picked this one, the breakdown is pretty cool, is because the whole beginning is like just kind of clean and basic and not much going on, and then at like that kind of like I think it's like two three two three minute mark roughly, it just like switches, and the screams come in and you get the gnarly breakdown. It's like a soft song. Like it's weird leading though. Up it to very it's strange. weird, and and that's it's just kind of takes you kind of off guard. For it's unique sure. It talks, takes you off guard. It's that throws like, you uh, off guard. Kind of lingers too, and like echoes. It's cool. If it's, I'm not mistaken, it actually starts like kind of on the heavy a little side bit, too. a little bit, but and then it does like the thing where it kind of goes breakdowny, and then to like the full with the that's <laughs> like the separated. This, yeah. So, oh good lord. You're in trouble. If I because the fucking thing wasn't it died before uh, I could yeah. put it on vibrate. Yeah, I got one of those. Anyway, um, yeah. So uh, I've I've been interested with these guys, and I know they're a little newer as well. So it'll be interesting to see what they kind of bring around. The but, octane, um, the octane loves them. Do they really? Loves the loves the spare box. Yeah. <sighs> but that is that is my breakdown for this year. Again, we're picking in the year, so... Yes. So, I actually... There's a band out there called Architects. Architects is good. They've been around for a long time. Um, they, they're they one of those bands that had like a... Like, they have like one of those cult followings. Mm-hmm. Like, if they... If you were, if you were like a fan of Architects, like, you, you, you knew and you loved Architects. Now, their stuff is pretty... Uh, Especially their old stuff was is pretty good. Um, it's it's entertaining. It's like hardcore, but not hardcore. It's like post grunge rock metal alternative, but it's not post grunge rock metal. Like they're they're mm-hmm. weird. Like they have, but something happened to them. Like they uh they came out with a with a couple of releases in uh, twenty twenty, and they got that effect that I was kind of talking about, where they were kind of like made to sound just like everybody else yep. was no, being released. Too. However. There was one song in particular that, um, sorry, I got myself distracted. There was one song in particular that they released, I believe it was the first single that they actually released this year. It was called Animals. Animals, Animals. And... Or the Nickelback cover. <laughs> it's, it's like one of those songs, like, it's decent, but then, like, it's got, like, one of those most basic breakdowns, like, ever... But when you hear it, it's so well produced and it's so freaking heavy mm-hmm. that it's like awesome and like it almost has like the spirit box effects. Like it's a it's a lower okay. tone, lower yep. tone, lower tone, and all of a sudden it's like and it's like let's fucking go and it's like <laughs> just like just let's go. It's got that slow pace, like the pauses in between with like the little diddly diddlies. Mm-hmm. Complicated, but. It like it adds like another element to that song that is like just great, and it's just it's like old school heavy. That's like what I would call it. It's like old school heavy with like new school production. If that makes like makes Mm -hmm. any sense, it's just awesome. And it's 
I like I I look forward to that song like every time I hear it, like let's get that let's get that <laughs> here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord. Here we go. So congratulations, Architects. You made it to my You made it to my list, bro. Proud of you. Gold star for you, friend. David, you have a breakdown? I did. <clears throat> but it Is it the one you had last night when you called me? Hey. Oh. That was be look, when your cheese it's don't survive the microwave, it's very sad. Okay? Why would you put it in the microwave? <laughs> It's an American staple. I'll what? have you know. Well, if you put staples in the microwave, obviously you're going to have issues. Well, you could have told me that before I did it. Well, it says it right on the side of the microwave. I have no idea. Anyway. The <laughs> uh, breakdown and catastrophes. Ah, uh, yeah. Trivium. That's a good one. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Best breakdown mm -hmm. of the year for me. Okay. What Alex Thanks. Bent can do. Thanks, Alex. Dude. Thanks, like, Co thanks Corey. It, it like, it <laughs> Thanks, like pulls you in mm. and then just fucking... Punches you right in the soulful metal feels, and I love I'm it. Pretend that that's a real thing. Yeah, it is. You're welcome. Getting punched in the soulful metal feels. Okay. Right in the heart. I love it. Yeah. Beautiful. Hands down, best one. Beautiful choice. All right, from there, from the best breakdown of the song, we're actually going to go to the best solo okay. represented in the song. Cool. Now, the thing I would actually say about this, because here's one thing that that is actually. What I will say about like all these cookie cutter bands that are actually out there now, like the difference between the cookie cutter bands now and the cookie cutter bands from like the nineties and like two thousands, like the cookie cutter bands back then were like one hit wonders, like almost kind of talentless bums kind of a thing. <laughs> wow. Well no, seriously. <laughs> all the shade in the world thrown. <laughs> that is the shadow catapult of like, if, the, Seriously, yeah, like, all no, the cookie cutter it, bands back there, I mean we're they were, they were one trick ponies, no, like you know. I get it. And then there was like this whole wave of guys that like, just came out. That like whole wave of bands that just came out. It's like, oh, we just want to get popular, like a hate breed or something. Let's just play fast, hard, heavy. That's <laughs> two minute songs. Four chord, <laughs> four chord <laughs> music with like crazy like bass drops and like and like breakdowns and like talentless singers. Like there was like a whole stretch of years like where that actually happened. Mm -hmm. The good thing that's now is. All these bands coming out are really fucking talented. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. So if you actually listen to like the actual music portion of mm -hmm. it, like the guitar is usually so. pretty amazing, the drumming is mm -hmm. usually pretty amazing. Lead singers will bore you to tears, mm -hmm. but see, well, I can't say that for that last part, but I'll explain that when I get to my breakthrough. In some, in, in some cases, you know, mm -hmm. I'm being very generalizing mm -hmm. and bitter towards 2020. But with that being said, best so solo in a from song. my solo. I would like someone to find the band Avatar. Right. I'd like them to go to the song Silence the Age of Apes and go to about 2 minutes and 16 seconds. Now, the thing that drew me into Avatar to begin with is the intense, crazy guitar work and the weird sounds that they make. <laughs> the very, very strange, like, weird... Almost not human sounds yeah, that they seriously make. Though, like, it's, it's amazing the shit that they, these guys can do. I mean, we, me and Marcus have heard them, like, live. And, like, these weird, like, bendy things. And it's just, it's so cool. And it, it really defines the songs. And what I've always said when it comes to music and I find a song is that, like, when you go through the song and something, like, just a small part of it piques your interest like it's like oh that was cool like that's what gets me to like music and like 
specific songs. So these guys specifically always have that. I mean, they've had the same group. I mean, as a whole, they're fantastic to begin with. But their guitar work's always been top-notch. And they always do crazy shit to kind of throw shit around. Um, the Silence of the Age one, it's the same thing. It's got that crazy, weird, bendy shit going on. It's got the quick, fast finger stuff. It's a good length. I mean, it's everything you want in a solo. Yep. So I picked the song, Amongst the Shadows and Stones, from uh, the new Trivium C- uh, album, mm-hmm. What the Dead Men Say. But let's be honest. Say. If I was going to pick the best uh, solo of 2020... You could take this whole fucking album, <laughs> pretty exactly. much, and that's that. See, pretty much. So, and put it under this category. Mm-hmm. But for the sake of argument, mm-hmm. and for the sake of, I like this one because it's fast, heavy, and makes me uh, perky. <laughs> I believe the word you're looking for is erect. And I'm camping. <laughs> I, <laughs> so I decided to pick that one because I mean, the name of the game is actually like name an award. But if I'm being mm-hmm. honest with myself, what the dead men say, it, like the whole effing album. Is the best solo of 2020. Yeah, so, and that so that Cor- was my Corey's issue. Corey's disgusting. Corey is fucking bananas. Insane. That man can solo, and I've heard Matt a few times be like, he's like, I can't even play Corey stuff. It's like, the time he's like, I have no idea. <laughs> it just flows so well though, and it's like this crazy blend of it's like all over the. I don't know, man. It I, fits. That mm-hmm. is my biggest mm-hmm. pet peeve. I talk about it right. all the time in music. If you yeah. fucking put a solo in there and it doesn't fit the song, yeah. I'm gonna be pissed you just ruined it like, but, that, just, but that's the thing it's like they found the art of like soloing in their songs mm-hmm. and that like there i i truthfully i can't think of any other band that can fit as many solos into their work <laughs> no seriously two guitars help seriously though <laughs> well they got the pre-solo that intros into the I, solo i couldn't even bridges pick one. into the solo yeah, i literally bridges couldn't even out pick of it one. post solo yeah. and then it, post, I, I was i was racking my brain like you know which one stands out to me the most there's like three that you're just like i want to mm-hmm. listen to them on repeat right because that whole, seriously, that entire album, I mean, this is going to preface pretty much the rest of my conversation of the night, but, like, uh, I'll say it now, man, like, Trivium is just that, that everything that was released this past year just totally blew everything else away, and kind of, they kind of cheated, because there wasn't very many right. major releases this year, but it's like, you can't, like, the, uh, I don't know, I feel like the amount of talent and everything that just overshadows mm-hmm. everything else. And I mm-hmm. I could not isolate mm-hmm. one solo for this specific topic because of that album. Mm-hmm. Well, I agree. Okay. I'm going to go with next. So, our next category, I think the best way to go, a smarter host and a better producer would have... Uh, plotted this prior to being on the air, but if you've listened to our show before, we are none of those. <laughs> You're welcome. Or I am none of those, if, <laughs> like, if you want to. Uh, I think what would be appropriate would probably be, like, we uh, we talk about a new guy. I think best new artist of the year okay. should, be the, uh, should be the next one. And with that being said, like, I'll, I'll kind of intro this, like, a little bit. Mm-hmm. The hardest part about this was actually finding a brand new yeah, breakout artist in 2020. Yes, it was very hard. Um, it was tricky. It mm-hmm. was tough. Um, so I actually went with a one because uh, my, 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 my new metal twitch uh, twitched a little bit when, when, I, when I heard this guy. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I, f- I found him on the satellite radio. Now, his best work wasn't put on Octane. 
but I was curious about it. Like, I liked the song enough where I was curious about it. So I looked into, like, some other stuff. Um, artist in question is actually uh, 0936. Okay. 0936 is a, is a, is a single human. It's a single person. He's originally a rapper. He's from the. Uh, he's in the Pennsylvania. He's from Pennsylvania. Uh, Sorry, he's a, he, he was originally a, a rap artist, like rap, rap music, hip hop, and whatnot. Started kind of mixing his rap styles in with, um, like kind of going like a metal route. And like he was always one that like he. I heard an interview that that he did on the uh, on the actual uh, Serious Octane. And he was saying, it's like, I've always loved, like, metal music, and I always thought that, like, rap music and metal music were, like, one and the same. Like, you put rap vocals over metal music, it's just, it's just awesome. Mm-hmm. So, naturally, his next step, he said his next step was, it's like, I had to get a full band, like, kind of involved. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got cool, like, there, there's a cool tune called The End, which is the one that I really like. It's kind of got a, uh, like, a, a, a better... Like a combination if you took Hollywood Undead <clears throat> and From Ashes to New and kind of combined them like a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it's entertaining. Like it's 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 fun music and like it like I said, it like it scratches my new metal itch because sure. this is kinda of like the old school like rap core. Like rap core used to be like <clears throat> a thing. Like guys with those like straight up rap. Like yeah. like in this area we had like East Side, we had uh fucking um Revly. Yep. It was Reveille like straight up rap yeah. music over, sure. yeah, over no, metal it's... music. And Reveille, I mean, don't get me started on Reveille, man. Those guys were phenomenal. You saw them have a shit ton of times, didn't you? Of, like, I think 12. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Good Lord. Well, they were always at the Palladium. Yeah, there was like a show at the Palladium. There. Reveille and Eastside were there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, yeah. Mark's like, I'm going to the Palladium this weekend. Who's playing? I don't know. I'm going. <laughs> oh, it's Reveille again. <laughs> I told that story. I've, I've, gone to, I've gone to shows by That's myself. What you do, like, man. It's like, what's... Everybody's busy. What am I gonna do? I'm gonna go fucking show. Hell yeah! Go to the Palladium. Who's at the Palladium? I don't know. Turned out to be Sepultura. <clears throat> cool. <laughs> <laughs> like how was your Friday? <laughs> it's not like you're having. It's like going to the movies with somebody. It's not like you're gonna have a fucking conversation with them. It's like it's a little weird though. It's a little weird, but yeah, I I got over it real fast. <laughs> but so uh, zero nine three six. Nice. That is my. Best new artist of the year. Change. Beautiful. Hell yeah, I went with, um, I had to go with uh, Mammoth, WVH, but it's Wolfgang okay. Van Halen. Sure. Uh, the Son of Eddie and their song Distance, if you haven't heard it. I've heard very good things about it. <sighs> check it out, man. Because it's, a, it's it a bunch out. of Not, them too, right? It's a bunch of like, sons of people. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a glimpse into the next generation. Mm-hmm. You know, and, but, you know, people say that, but like, Obviously, we we have no idea how how big they're gonna be or how far they're gonna go. You know, it's not it's not about that for me. Uh-huh. For me, it's more about the <clears throat> kind of like the memoriam of it. You know what I mean? It's like a it's kind of like a passing of the torch type deal. You know what I mean? And I, for me, it's just so cool to to sit back and and listen to to that. You know that that comp- like. After after everything that went on, like all these unexpected things and whatever, like you know, Mammoth was supposed to be releasing their well, they're going to be releasing like a full length this year, but um, but for twenty twenty it was um, it was just it was it, the timing lined up because of everything. Obviously, 
you can never prepare for when somebody passes. Yeah, no, you, you just can't. You know, is. and yep. and one of the things Wolfgang even said was like he he never thought that this would be the first song they'd release. You know, because right. he wasn't planning on it. But but I feel like that in and of itself has its own kind of layered beauty in the industry of like you know what what passing the torch looks like, yeah. even no. when it's unexpected. Like right. I feel like that's. <clears throat> Like there's no award for this, and I'm I'm seriously not trying to be cheesy or corny, but like the most beautiful song of 2020 is probably that. Yep, that's fair. Well put, well put. Um, mine that I kind of stumbled across. The band is called Imonolith. I so it's funny because they're a Canadian band, so I feel like they were like, oh, we listened to Thousand for Crutch. What if they were like a lot heavier? Right. Okay. You tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> it's, even okay. the vocals are kind of similar. Uh, so it's kind of a... Uh, sort of... Supergroup, kind of. So we have uh, most of the Devin Townsend project, which is interesting. <laughs> so the drummer, uh, Ryan Van... More than I can't pronounce, also known as RVP. Uh, we have the guitarist, Brandon Watt- Waddle. Also of the Devin Townsend project, um, they started writing about 2015, but nothing really came out. They had a single out last year, but the more of its actually come out in 2020. Um, oddly enough, the uh, vocalist is John Howard of Threat Signal and Arkea. I know Threat Signal. I'm not sure on the other one. And uh, the second guitarist <laughs> is uh, Kai Hoopin of Methods of Mayhem <sighs> and Noise Therapy. And their last, uh, their bassist is Scott Whalen of Ecoline Crush. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Okay, the threat, the threat signal is kind of funny because like that one of those uh, one trick pony bands I was talking about that's was kind of threat yeah. signal. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. <laughs> but these guys are pretty good. They they got a n- nice mix of the the scream. They got the, the clean nerve vocals, and they kind of remind you know, like I said, like like a heavy. That was it for Crutch. Like, the nice heavy riffs in there. I mean, they're, they're, they're catchy. They're good. You get some balls there. I like them. I enjoy them. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so hopefully they, they get somewhere. We'll accept that answer. Get somewhere, I'm on Get list. somewhere. <laughs> Call us on the get way. Get some. Yeah, right? Yeah, hook us up. Hit us up at HMOA Six Pack. <laughs> Ooh, that song started fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay, Anthony. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Don't fuck okay, around. Anthony. <laughs> you all right? You, you camping again? <laughs> Do I need to move? <laughs> you know you know why it's really... No, un- I, I, I assure you, you are very safe. <laughs> you, know, you, know what, you know what they say about having sex while you're camping? It's fucking intense. <laughs> so I'm going to go... Uh, <laughs> I, uh, nope. I'm grateful for nope. the opportunities you guys gave me with this podcast. <laughs> I just looked up at one of Anthony's clocks, like fully knowing that like he's never had a clock in his house or nope, a car that has ever been correct. It's actually eight fifty. <laughs> so that one's way the fuck. Oh off. my <laughs> good grief! That one doesn't bro. even know. Doesn't even know. Okay, this is what I'm thinking. We're gonna do. We're gonna do one more category. Then we're gonna have like an intermission. Okay. Okay. So I think the uh, the. I say, I guess we'll headline this first this fi- this first <laughs> segment with breakthrough artists of the year. Now, this is a tough one because like this is kind of up to interpretation. Okay. Kind of a thing, obviously. So like whatever you guys picked. Yep. I mean, I don't know how you interpreted breakthrough artists of the year. Sure. Could be a new artist up and coming, 
But like the selection that I put, I picked, and I'll explain why. I actually picked mm-hmm. Avatar's Hunter Gatherer. Interesting. The reason why I picked Avatar's Hunter Gatherer, Anthony knows Avatar's great. Sure do. I know Avatar's great. Yep. What I think is happening now with albums like Hunter Gatherer, uh, Colossus is hugely played. Dun, dun, dun. I hear very Col- I, hear, I hear Colossus like all over very the chuggy. place. Um, and I know this was a couple of years ago, but even seeing them live, I mean, I think I think <clears throat> I think they opened for uh, In This Moment. Yep. And there was more of a crowd for Avatar than yep. there was for anybody else that played. And I think they were the second out of four bands that played that night, kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Avatar. So I call them the Breakthrough <clears throat> Artists of the Year because. They're getting huge, they getting and I think people big. are finally starting to see them and appreciates them, mm-hmm. and they're they're starting to join the circus per se. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like no, the, no pun intended, like I the guess. the Avatar country pe- <clears throat> countrymen are starting mm-hmm. to like actually come out, and they're starting to be well known, and that's great because mm-hmm. that's going to encourage more fun, great fun stuff. Fun, great, fun stuff. Got it. Fun, fun great, great, fun, fun stuff. stuff. <laughs> we make um, that a t-shirt to put in our fun, merch great, store. Fun, <laughs> fun, great, fun stuff. <laughs> and they're also a band like that. Not only they they they're progressive in their like their writing. Like they're trying. They're always trying to like do like Anthony brought always up the, the, the the guitar. They're trying to do something different. Mm-hmm. They're trying to do something encouraging. And they're fucking showmen. Mm-hmm. Like if you oh, if, yeah. if you ever see them live, I mean. First band, fourth band, last band. I haven't. They'll I haven't. All, I haven't been fortunate enough to see the uh, a headlining show yet. But man, that would that's got to yeah. happen. So let's make them so effing huge that they mm-hmm. start doing headlining shows yeah, right. because like over here at least, <laughs> so we can go see them. <laughs> so yeah, don't know what else to say about it. But that's why I picked uh, yeah. Avatar's Hunter Gatherer as a breakthrough mm-hmm. artist of the year of twenty twenty. It was uh, it was kind of tough for me to to try to isolate, you know, like a single kind of sound, and I, I felt like because there wasn't a whole lot to pick from this year, it was really tough, especially. Um, but I remembered mm-hmm. early on, or uh, not early on, but I don't know, it was a number of months ago now. Um, somebody sent me a link mm-hmm. to this band, and I was I was really skeptical at first. Because I'm one of those, like, you know, you kind of... I'm, I'm always one of those people that's like, you know, your first impression is always, like, that's what always sticks with me. Mm-hmm. But I kept trying. And, and so uh, I went with, uh, if, you, if you guys don't know, the band Wargasm. They're this kind of new metal project. Yep. And they're very strange. Mm-hmm. They're very and they're strange. very different. Mm-hmm. And the lyrics are not quite what I'd want them to be. But musically, I just there's something about their sound okay. that I just have to... Uh, like, uh, I gotta give credit where it's due. Mm-hmm. Like, there's something... I don't... I, and honestly, I don't quite know yet what's hooked me about it. They have a song called God of War that's... I mean, it's not necessarily catchy, but it's like you catch yourself... With the, like, you finding the rhythm of all this stuff, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, I don't know, man. There's there's a lot of stuff from them that I can't quite <clears> put <throat> my finger on, but it feels like like this this new metal kind of revolution is coming Seems back. Coming around. And they may not be leading the way, but they're part of it. And mm-hmm. so, sure. I have to I have to give credit where it's okay. due there. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it's it's the genre that seems to be running through right now. Right. 
it's coming but up. But the thing is, like, in all situations, I mean, at least in, in my case, when it comes to music, you got to have either that niche or that little bit of something that makes you stand out. You know what I mean? Just that little, and you, the weirdness thing usually helps. <laughs> Just two people orgasm? Mm. Very strange, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's very... <laughs> It's uh, well, it's like there's um, there's a duo that like that they're huge on like face uh, karma, um, shit. Never mind. Okay. My uh, my so now I'm gonna. So this band that I picked from my upcoming my breakthrough, now they they are pop punk. And the vocals can sound, they're, they're very poppy, because, you know, it's a female vocalist. But you got to listen to the instrumentals, especially the drummer. Because there is this, like, gent metal feel to it, and it's very interesting. That really, like, is a lot of, like, triples and... It's very interesting, almost paramore in a way. Uh, the band I'm lo looking into is called Meet Me at the Altar. Um, and I think the song May the Odds Be in Your Favor was was floating around Facebook a little bit, and that's what kind of drew me to it. Fucking um, three-piece? How is a three-piece making all this noise? Crazy, right? Um, <laughs> so the interesting thing is that they had, <clears throat> technically had... Uh, they started in 2018, and the reason I made this my breakthrough artist... So, the last album they released in 2019 was called Bigger Than Me, which we're actually listening to uh, tri uh, Tyranny right now off of that, which is pretty good. Um, the new song that just came out, Garden, is phenomenal. <clears throat> There's a weird... And that's, uh, like, it's kind of like... I did the snowball effect. Started with Maybe the Odds Be In Your Favor, then Garden came out, I was like, okay... So, going back to my reasoning here. So, you take... Uh, Bigger Than Me came out in 2019, last year. Okay? Yep. Uh, the top song in Spotify, Beyond My Control, has 2,000... I'm sorry, 246,000, roughly, uh, views, or streams. Okay? So then, May The Odds Be In Your Favor came out this year. Already has 308,000. The new song, Garden, that came out very recently, this year... Has four hundred eighty-three thousand. If that's not Jeez. a breakthrough situation, yeah, right. but they have like these weird breakdowns. It's it's very interesting, and the more I listen to them, I keep picking up more and more of these intricate details that that it's kind of like oh that's, that's neat. It's a neat idea. They're not super heavy, but they're extremely talented. The drummer is fucking amazing. Like the shit that she does, it's very well done. Hell yeah. They are very 2020. Meeting, collaborating <laughs> via YouTube yeah. makes Meet Me at the Altar a quintessential, quintessential modern music story. It is. Despite the distance and lack of a true hometown, <laughs> the band bounds together to play high-energy shows and real crowds in with their bouncy and energetic sound, along with catchy hooks. Mm -hmm. It's very 2020. You should, you should play Garden real quick while oh. you have it up. Sorry, um, sir. But yeah, I mean, if if you're so they even have like, like I said, they have the Paramore feel, and they almost have a Blink feel in <laughs> some of it. Um, but if you haven't checked them out, if you're Paramore into that kind of punky stuff, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, check them out. 
their picture on Spotify. Hey, is this like like three college friends like yep, just like much. taking a photo with each other? It's like, hey, what's up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're just so happy. This is us. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Whatever. Interesting choice, man. Interesting choice. A lot of diversity. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, seriously. Like, we're, like yeah. trivium to mm-hmm. meet me at the altar. Mm-hmm. Like, this is great. That's right. It's we're fucking diverse, the, people. We're fucking diverse. <laughs> fucking open your minds, we're Broadening bro. your horizons. You're welcome. <laughs> Broaden away. Okay, as promised, it is intermission time. Cool. Welcome to intermission. <laughs> This episode of Anthony's trying to kill us <laughs> with forged weapons and fire. <laughs> Do you guys like folk metal? Well, in the past, Anthony's beer uh, beer brings have been uh, challenging. It's five point five percent alcohol. That's fine. I'm just I'm just saying. Recent history. He's trying to dig himself out of a pretty uh, pretty shallow grave here. I've best in what I do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, tell us about your beer, Anthony. So this is literally called folk metal. Woo! And like, I was like, no, nah, I don't need to get beer today. And then like, I passed it. I was like, I need to get beer today. I guess. Uh, it's an oatmeal stout. It's a cute can. It's kind of neat. Oatmeal. <clears throat> oatmeal stouts always keep you warm. That's what I like about them. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right there, fucking. Thing. Is Cover girl commercial <laughs> over there. <laughs> maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> oh, my lord. Um, brewed by the Burlington Beer Company. hey In uh, Vermont. That's it. There's no There's no really? things. Nothing. Did I go there? I was uh, I was up in Vermont this past weekend, and I, uh, I went to... There was this little brewery spot that I was going to go into. And I was like, oh, hell yeah, I'm going to grab a bunch of beers and bring them back. And they were closed. If so I won't, I won't mention their name, but when they're open, I'll go back up there. Off air, I'll mention their name. For people who don't have this beer on them, if you listen, that's the sound of a can. That's what it sounds like when you slide your finger across it. Isn't that nice? Give a man a condenser mic, and then all of a sudden... <laughs> and this is what it sounds like when you smell it. All right, boys, let's drink. Cheers. Here's to the most oatmeal of stouts, gentlemen. It's very dark. Ooh, but it's so good. It's that's nice. That is nice. Mm-hmm. This is a sipper though. It's it heavy. is heavy. It's heavy being and five, dark. Being five point, usually like um, stouts and stuff, they're usually lighter in the in the alcohol department, anyways. So definitely notes of chocolate finish. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, unless you go imperial, they're always like usually pretty low. Christ, well, like a fucking Guinness is like four percent. When you think about it, you think of like when you think of like dark roast coffee. Yeah, it has, it has less caffeine than because they cook the shit out of it, and that's. Oh, is that a fact? Yeah, it's because it, they cook more of the caffeine. You would out think of it. like dark roast. You would it, think it would, yeah. be, it would be stronger, mm-hmm. but like. Yeah, no, it's it's because mm-hmm. it actually removes the caffeine from it. I think it's the same with this because it they it takes longer and it, it probably burns out of it. I don't know. So I'm you not idiots sure. that are drinking all that strong coffee, man. It's like you're not getting nothing. <sighs> it's nice though. It's got a weird taste that I'm getting. Kind of like if you put a dryer sheet in your mouth. I don't get that, but I, I was also... I thought that the, the mix of beverages would, would definitely throw me for a loop from what I was drinking, but it, it really doesn't. 
trying to think if I've ever put a dryer sheet in my mouth. I oh. haven't. Oh. They do smell good, though. Especially when you put the whole box in the dryer. Especially the gain ones. I used to uh, fix appliances for a living. Dryer sheets are actually really bad for your dryer. Probably. Just so you know. It's fine. Especially when you put a whole box in there. Actually, it was by, it was you, by actually if, you, if you want to have a really good day, put a whole box in there and forget to put your lint screen back in. Oh, oh boy. You're welcome. Oh, boy. Call oh, me in the morning. I'll, ch- I'll fix it real <laughs> cheap. <laughs> yeah, real cheap. Uh, why, bad, why are they so bad for your dryer? Anyway. <laughs> we'll talk later. That's get, an on-the-way-home conversation. <laughs> yeah, right. Let me tell you about dryer repair. hey And maintenance. I, uh... Um, I'm surprised. What's the alcohol level? 5.5. Okay, that's believable. I thought it'd be heavier, but this is not... It's smooth. It's, it's, it is. It's very smooth. Um, a lot of times, well, I'm thinking, I mean, Porter's... Imperials, I think, more you get that burniness in the back. Yeah. That, that kind of bitterness. Oh, Imperials is just, like, I don't know why people do it to themselves, but... Um, Imperials are, like, it's a high fucking nine and a half... To Thirteen. This is gentle. This is this is this mm-hmm. is enjoyable. It's a sipper, right? Like it's a. Uh, it's a good winter beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll give it a four. I probably do the same. That's uh, what I was gonna I'll, do I'll, too. I'll, I'll piggyback. Ha ha! Fours yeah. across the board. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not. It's but but no. I feel like I feel like to have a four, mm-hmm. like that's, that's like an accomplishment in and of itself. Like you just you just had three different people from three different walks of life say that your beer is drinkable and that they drink it again. Like. Good I price. would have no problem drinking this again. Yeah, I'd buy a pack. I, I of this. Like, probably I, not. I, mean, I like stouts, so it probably wouldn't be back to back days that I drink no, it. But, no, no, but no, this no. is like one of those, like you know, <clears throat> two or three times a winter. Yeah, yeah I'd pick mm-hmm. this up. Yeah. You know? If you're having like a trying nice to, meal or something, yeah, kind of follow it up with. I'm trying to think if I went to the Burlington Brewery. It's gonna bother you. Isn't it? But anyway, that's a that's a me that's a me problem. Mm-hmm. Nice job. Like yeah, it. that was a great one. Good job, Anthony. Consider yourself redeemed, buddy. Yay! And that's a beer review. Okay. Alright, back to work. This is the annual Heavy Metal Hover Six Pack the Award Show. Of the second annual Packy Awards. Awards. So, uh, I was kind of looking over this. So, this is going to be a tough one. I figured we'll just knock this one away, like, out of the way as like kind of an opener. Best live performance. So, we all know what happened in 2020. Yeah, we had three months of available of actual live performances, mm-hmm. and then we didn't. Now, I still think I've said this like before, mm-hmm. and I'll say I'll I'll say it really quickly again. I think like the music industry is actually going to change in the live performance way. Like you're mm-hmm. going to see B level bands like live streaming has become a thing, right? And they've actually figured out how to do live streaming well. And I said in order to keep live streaming, they needed to figure out how to make money. Well, they figured out how to make money because I literally bought a ticket to watch a freaking live stream. Mm-hmm. Right. I thought I was going to be annoyed by it, but you know what? I actually had a pretty good time. It was a, it was a worthy $15 that I spent mm-hmm. to watch like a live stream. So they yep. figured out how to monetize it. So it's going to happen. Like the B-level bands are going to keep on like with the live streams. I mean, it's going to be a thing. Um kind of like goes back to like we made, somebody made a comment earlier about like can't wait for like all the movies to like come out. Like, the movie industry's already changed. Like, mm-hmm. HBO Max is getting direct... Everything's getting direct streaming platforms now. Like, going direct to stream. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to be in the theater and direct to stream, like, on whatever platform that they choose to go Which through. Which makes me think that, you, like, movie theaters are going to shift to, like, streaming. You're going to get similar stuff like right. this. Now, what could be cool like this? Think of this. 
movie theaters are going to have like more more play available. Mm-hmm. You might be able to get a live stream concert at Gardner Cinema. Yeah, big no, screen, big yeah. volume. Like here yeah. you go, I can play the show in front of theaters all across. I'm telling you guys, the the world is going to change. And the thing is, is, is I've noticed too, is that the fact that you have like a small Palladium, obviously there is a capacity. Right. Shows can be sold out. Right. In a digital aspect like this, you they can't, technically cannot yeah, no. be show, sold out. Yeah, you can max it. Show sold out. Buy there's, a, digital. there's a new ceiling. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like it's yeah, $20 to see it live, $12 to see it online. Mm-hmm. Watch it in the comfort of your own home if you can't make it. Yeah. Or if it's too far, you know, across the thing. And that's one of the things is that, especially in our area, because we complain all the time that there's not a lot of shows in our area. European festivals, man. I mean. yeah. Buy the ticket. Yeah. You can have it on your big screen mm-hmm. all day long. I'm already, I actually, <clears throat> fun fact, I have a 10-foot projector. It's <laughs> so random. <clears throat> no, I set that up. I put the PA outside. Yeah. I fucking project that freaking thing right yeah, out there. I got a idea. block party, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you're not wrong. Like, America. Mm-hmm. 100%. It's going to happen. Yep. But, so for the Packy Awards, if the guys came up with something, they came up with something. I came up with one, and I have an honorable mention. Mm-hmm. I passed, because I, I didn't, unfortunately. Okay. I'm not going yeah, to dig too. a hole There's, if I don't I need can't. to. I can't. I'm just, I'm just, I didn't see anyone. Okay, cool. So this is a Mark segment. I'll do it real quick. My honorable mention is actually that $15 that I spent, the August Burns, the August Burns Christmas. Mm-hmm. I watched that. I had a fucking blast. I was the only one. I was down in my basement. I have all this PA equipment. <laughs> I literally put the subs in. I put the PA in. My my fiance loved it. By the way, she was up. <laughs> she was upstairs like watching like whatever. I turned all the lights off. I had the screen like right in the middle as if it was the lead effing singer. I sat myself down on the couch with all kinds of mixed beverages, and I was taking photos like a silly little schoolgirl. Like I, know, I was in the front row. I received them, <laughs> and I shared them. You I sure did, buddy. Them. You and sure did. you know what? It was a good time. That was my honorable mention. You know why? Because it was actually fun. Yeah, I like mean, it was a good. It was that. it was a good time. It was neat. It was cool. Mm-hmm. So, the actual my live performance of the year was actually part of a show that myself and Anthony were a part of. Okay. So it's a local act, and I think I did this last year too. Like I picked a I picked a local act. I picked Face last year. Okay. Like those guys were the most fun mm-hmm. band that I saw live like mm-hmm. all of last year. <clears throat> Similar situation. We were at the, uh, we were in Somerville, Massachusetts, at the Jungle. That's right. There was a band that I, I had heard of. I had spoken with on a couple of, a couple of occasions, trying to actually get them on the show. Um, we finally crossed paths with them. They headlined this night. This band called Soaked and Strange. That's right. Those dudes blew me away. They were good. They were fucking talented. Mm-hmm. They were a town over, like, never, like, didn't. Before the, like, this is one of those things, before I knew them, never heard of them before, like, a mm-hmm. hole in the wall, tried to, like, kind of reach out, reach out, reach out. They don't have anything, like, really solid out there recorded, I mm-hmm. don't think. That might have changed. Like, um, I'll, I'll link them up and, like, check them out. Like, but definitely, like, Soaked and Strange, Central Massachusetts, Gardner. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are fucking talented. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're extremely talented. They, they were high energy. Like, their music was good. Great. Like, that was a great band. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, didn't get didn't get to a lot of like major shows. I mean, I think right. we 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 discussed. I mean, we lost August Burns Red in um, uh, 
Kill Switch. Kill Switch. That's right. Yeah, like that was, that was supposed, supposed to be our big sure, show. Yeah. Thank God we didn't buy tickets because I don't have to worry about the refund process. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we know how the refund process goes, right? Five finger death punch, Anthony. I don't want to talk about. It. So <laughs> my my award for my I the fifth. So long story short, my my award for uh, best live performance actually going to go to a local from Massachusetts, nice. Soaked and Strange. Well I'm going to link them up. You should actually go check them out because they were fucking. They were awesome. fun. I enjoyed them. Phenomenal. Um. So from there, we should go through. We did that. We did those. Um, most improved improved <laughs> artist of the year. I have a cued. And since I just did my segment, I won't be the first one to start this one. So whoever wants to take that one, I'll be the first one to break the ice and let you guys know that from here on out, I'm pretty much only going to be talking and glorifying about Trivium. Trivium. That album, <clears throat> I just. For me personally, so like, uh, I was saying earlier that I feel like there are not very many bands that did very many releases this year. Obviously, this is like an unexpected year. It's kind of like a down year for everybody. Mm-hmm. And of the bands that I actually listen to, of the bands that I actually follow, there was not very much released. <clears throat> but what Trivium did release was absolutely their best foot forward. And in comparison to everything else that I personally have seen, I, I, I just don't think that anything else compares. Okay. So. It's good album. Most improved, yeah, literally most improved artists. Like, I, I have to do, I have to go with Trivium, <clears throat> What the Dead Men Say, like that. You, I, I, I'd be hard-pressed to find anybody who would listen to that album front to back at least twice and say that it wasn't. Because at, at the very least, it's a contender. Yeah, sure. And and the amount like, uh, and and this is this is something that I kind of had to come to terms with too. Is it like, I'm not saying Trivium ever fell off necessarily, mm-hmm. but no. they Silence in the Snow was not very popular. Vengeance Falls was is okay. It's well, okay it was, in waves had like fine. a handful. It was good. It was the, it had like a glimpse. I want to say a glimpse. In well, uh, Blackened was good. That one was decent. But Off I feel like they've been doing this like slow erosion, right? Well, the, so the issue they had between those two was that the drummer at the time, and they I guess like the drummer couldn't keep up, and he just wasn't what they needed, and right. fell the, the void. It's called fire his ass. They did. <laughs> they've gone I mean, through they, a lot of drummers, man. They have. They literally. But I feel like now mm. though, like what's the look? But I feel like this is a Trivium I can get behind. This group right now mm-hmm. of Trivium members is like, they're playing off each mm-hmm. other. They're all extremely talented. Mm-hmm. They're taking it in all the same different directions they took it initially, but they're they're reinventing themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I was just so impressed by that. Mm-hmm. Anthony, that show that we went to, we saw the current guy, right? The drummer? Yeah, Alex Brown was there. Ben, yeah. yeah. Dude looked like he was, was like a 19-year-old kid. He man. looks, he's mad young. He really like, is. <laughs> because when they found him, they they pretty much, like, he had, like, videos and shit like that. Hey, right. guys, what's up? And, and, like, they pretty much paid to fly him over. Can one of you guys buy me a beer? Like, seriously, like, <laughs> no, like, but yeah, no, I mean. They get kicked out of the club because they're underage. Yeah, underage drinking. Yeah. They gotta, like, handcuff him to the <laughs> kid <laughs> so he doesn't you leave. can't leave. <laughs> yeah, you can play, but you can't move. And we're going to watch everything you're drinking. No, but uh, literally, Trivium across the board for me, these next couple, okay. it's, I, I'll just call it what it is. It, I could talk. We'll still let you talk. It'll be fine. Fair enough. <laughs> um, I went with a, so I may have brought up the band called The Unguided um, before. So essentially, it's kind of a continuation of Sonic Syndicate. 
and they've had a, a lot of changes. Um, I believe it's the same screamer guy, and I want to say the same guitarist. I think I, I don't I don't know the exact, um, you know, situation that they're following. I know they have a new singer because they lost the one who originally was in Sonic Syndicate, and they started over. I believe with the album uh, Fragile Immortality is when they changed. Could be wrong, but uh, they released the album Father Shadow. Now, following Sonic Syndicate into the Unguided. When they were first released, um, Hellfrost, which is, uh, I ended up, I own that album. It, it's very Sonic Syndicate. It's, it's, they kind of followed, I don't want to use the word cookie cutter, but they were cookie cutter in their own sense. All the songs had the same kind of feel. Like, they were pretty much just, like, the same one over and over. <coughs> also, Marcus is dying. Um. I'm fine. Uh. Swallowed the beard around so, after Hellfrost, I got into Fragile Immortality a little bit, and then I kind of lost them because it was just kind of... It got redundant for me. It got kind of repetitive. Uh, Father Shadow came out this year, 2020, and I feel like they're kind of trying to change it up. There's a little... And they still have the synth in there, which has been always their kind of backbone in, in a lot of their stuff. Um, the same screamer, but the, the the songs seem a little more refined, and and I feel like they're, they're kind of breaking out of the shell a little bit and kind of hitting different points that they need to to kind of, um, I guess, you know, evolve, I guess would be the term. Like a lot of bands do. Um, the guitar work has definitely been better because they've always been very kind of the same over and over. Um, the joke I always have about Sonic Syndicate was always every song has the exact same, like, what's the word, like, bass thing. It's always, like, intro... Fast part, chorus, fast part, then this like breakdown, structure. and then yeah, structure would be the term I'm looking for. And then there's always that space where there's like clean pretties, and then back into the choruses. All the songs are the same. I love the clean, clean pretties. Good. Clean. Um, <laughs> but this 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 album's heavy. It's it's in your face, um, and and I think they've they've really kind of grown and and seen what they can do. I mean, the changing of members is always a big thing. And I get that, and a lot of times they can make or break the band, which was said for a trivium. Right. Um, so I'm excited to see kind of how this plays out, if they go more with it. Um, but as for my um, most improved, I believe the unguided will fit my bill. Very nice, very nice. I am not a duck. So when I did, when I did my most improved, I kind of went from uh, from a previous work to a current work. Uh-huh. And what I can say about this band is um, their previous work was like more of like a raw, like unclean production style kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, their newest album that came out last year was one of the ones that was potentially in my running of album of the year. It didn't quite make it, but like I'm, I'm very fond of it. Uh, the good, the good thing, yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> <clears throat> I um what what I like about it is like this is like one of those bands that like actually experiment with like a whole bunch of different stuff. They experiment like with a bunch of different styles. Like if you actually listen to the start to finish, you're gonna get like a couple of different feels on it. Um Corey Taylor himself said that this is one of the up and coming metal bands and these guys are gonna be huge. They were nominated for Grammys last year and showed up in the Grammys on the red carpet dressed 
in a garments that would remind you of background characters of the Matrix. Okay. Took a lot of heat for it too, apparently. Interesting. It's like, but you know what? <laughs> they stayed in character. They were fun. Um, they owned it. I'm talking about Code Orange. Okay. The album underneath. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's actually a, it's I would go as far as saying is like it's almost a production masterpiece. The little tricks that they put like in all of their songs, like the little pot, like the 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 completely like blank out pauses, like the effects, like the the the, the mix, like everything in it is like great. It's it they just really grew up like from their old stuff. I mean, their first work I believe was like eighteen, seventeen, yep. eighteen, eighteen, I believe. <clears throat> and this is just like a it's it's almost like a culmination of like just them being awesome mm-hmm. and it's it's a cool album it really is like it's a good listen <clears throat> it's got enough heavy it's got enough hook it's got enough interestingness so yeah most improved my most improved artist of 2020 is code orange Beautiful. and i don't know if they won their grammy i don't know how to don't, I, don't oh. have that information in front of me Killed the volume. I love my Grammy. Good. Mine's dead. Uh, I only have one left. Oh, there it is. All right. What? Next. Oh, whatever. Gosh. <laughs> Jeepers. All right. Um, let me see what I have left. Should we do, we do that, that we most do? important before we hit the big one? I think the most important album release. Can I start this one? In 2020. No. I'm just kidding, Ben. Of course you can. Yes. I cheated. Yeah. Because it's not a full album. But I feel it's important. Okay. Send it. Send it where? Uh. Where am I sending it? To your congressperson. (laughs) We don't do politics here, sir. Oh, sorry. The, uh, I wanted to actually, I think the most important, and it's more or less the, the, um, message behind it, is I took System of a Down's um, release of Protect the Land and Genocidal Humanoids. Um, two two importances, I feel. One, being the fact that System of a Down has created music. Right. To start. Yeah, yeah. To start. Yeah, they had, like, that tool effect. Because... Like, been, like, but they were just like, yeah, we're in the studio. It didn't work, sorry. Yeah, yeah we're in the studio. Sorry, it didn't work again. And we just they're can't fighting it. about it. <laughs> yeah. But the, the big one, obviously, being the fact of um, the, what the music is actually about. And their country, and, and the issues that they're having in the war, and the, the really horrible stuff that's going on over there that no one is recognizing. And obviously, these guys are all from there, and, and you know, they support where they're from, which is awesome. I mean, mm-hmm. you should. You should always remember your roots, yeah. and that's a big thing. And they released this for that very reason. They went above all their issues that they had to Come create this music yeah. and share what's going on with their country. Holy crap. 2005 was the last system of a down yeah, album. It's yeah, crazy, right? That's that's 15 why years, 15 years. That's why it's been such a momentum thing because mm-hmm. they are <laughs> so relevant and nothing has been released it's since 05. Right? It's crazy. But and I, their most relevant stuff wasn't even in 05. It was no. in 01. Yeah. Toxicity, Toxicity was in yeah. 01. Yeah. Right. Holy it's, shit. It's crazy, right? Whoa. But I feel, but I feel like it works for them because and like they've clearly been working through their own shit, mm-hmm. like, like that's that's what this is evident of. I mean, don't it? get me wrong, Serge has done his his you know, right. and then um, their guitarist did um, 
was the Broadway, Scars on Broadway. So they've always, always been in where they need to be. That's amazing. It's crazy though, right? But yeah, I feel, I feel like this is the most important album. It's not an album, and I get it, but I feel like it's the important, most important because release of music. Yeah, yeah. Maybe and we should change it. Maybe we should change the topic. Most important release of. That's not <laughs> <straight better idea. laughs> You know, you, for, for next album. year. I, just, I think last oh, year was totally. I, I totally count that. That's fine. <laughs> hey, listen, you gotta you gotta roll with the ties, man. Like albums are gonna become no, like obsolete. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, you, like we said like, before, they're gonna they're they're gonna start releasing songs in like segments. You're mm-hmm. gonna get intros released, and then they'll give you a couple of choruses, and you can put that chorus with that intro if you want, or you can just listen to the chorus by. I'm just kidding, being a dick. Six hundred six hundred nine million views for Chop Suey. Yeah, not views, listens. Excuse me. Yeah. <clears throat> They're still what? icons. Does anybody, mm-hmm. in, does anybody in Spotify have a billion? Uh, yes. I'll Google I it. I would assume. Kardashian, like, fucking put something out. That, like, every, like, oh. Whoop on Gangnam Style. Whoop. 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 Mr. Dave, most uh, most important <clears throat> release of two, 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 uh, 2020. <laughs> Words are hard. Is it Trivium? It is Trivium. Good boy. It absolutely is. Because, no, because of all the different lineup changes and all the... I feel like Trivium has been a little bit of a roller coaster ride, right? I feel like that's why it was... It was such a, a punch in the mouth for me when they when they did this release this past year because it was like, okay, like, this is the lineup we're going with. <laughs> this is who we have now. This is what Trivium... And so it's like, again, like, they've reinvented themselves a couple of times and it hasn't gone this well before. Mm-hmm. So... So keeping that in mind, looking at what they they put out this past year, it's like okay, it doesn't even compare. Like, yes, this is the right thing for you to be doing. This is the music you need to be pursuing. Sure. This is the kind of relationship and cohesiveness you guys need to have together. Like, I feel like this is, I feel like it resonated so much with me because this is a new <laughs> chapter of Trivium, mm-hmm. and I love, I fucking love. Seeing bands that we've known for a long time reinvent themselves and start new chapters. Mm-hmm. It's like there is something so powerful in that. Mm-hmm. And I I don't know, for like for me it just doesn't come close. I I feel like Trivium fell off for me for uh, a couple albums ago, <laughs> you know? And it was like I, I kinda mm-hmm. lost my trust. Mm-hmm. I really did, you know? And then with this it was like, wow. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, now you're telling on yourselves, now you've set the tone, now you've shown us what you can all do together, and this is what we're going to be expecting, and I am so excited yeah. for for what's to come with this with this new line. And with, with everybody, I mean, it's not even necessarily a new line, but like, they're they're honing in on their craft individually together. Well, they found their... Their sound. Yeah. It's this new chapter of sound that I am mm-hmm. so <clears throat> uber pumped for. Marcus? All right, so I'll, I will explain this one as quickly as humanly possible because there, there's a little explanation in it that, that is required behind this one. My most important album release of uh, 2020 was uh, by the band Deftones. Okay. okay. Ohms? Ohms. Ohms. Now, I'm also going to piggyback that with they actually released the 20th anniversary deluxe edition to White Pony, mm-hmm. which true. if... Historically, Deftones fans, like, if you talked about it, it's like, when did you get into the Deftones? Like, White Pony is going to come up, like, more right. often than not. Now, I'm an adrenaline around the fur guy. I'm 95, 97. 
White Pony, well, obviously 20 years ago, 2020. Almost where they kind of lost me. <laughs> but that's, that's, there was some good stuff. I mean, that's one like a lot of radio stuff. But this is why, in as short a definition as I can tell you, like why it's important. One, Ohms brought back the alternative metal feel that they were back in, with White Pony. Because... Mm-hmm. In all, in all fairness, like, I lost track of Deftones. I mean, they've been putting out releases, like, all along. Right. Like, every, like, three or four years, like, something new from Deftones. Mm-hmm. They've had lineup changes. Of, they've had, pat, like, they've lost members. Like, you know, rest in peace. Like, there's been a lot of stuff going on, like, with Deftones. But, like, the, the thing about Ohms was, like, it goes back to white, the white pony version of the alternative metal. Sure. So why that's important is it's going to pique the interest of the old school Deftones fans. Right. It's going to bring them back. They're going to reintroduce And what I like about it is mm-hmm. it's getting play. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Like, you can, like, Ohms is actually getting action out there, sure. which right. is going to spark. And I'll tell, any, I'll, I'll tell everybody, like, between 95 and 05, metalheads knew how to party, hey. <laughs> party, hey. I'm, I'm completely serious. 95 no. and 05. And, like, I'll even stretch back to 94 just to get the Corn original album in there. But so ninety four to 05, metalheads knew how to party. So you get the guys who knew how to party, you get them back interested. Like more that's more parties. That's that's a good that's a good day. It's a good thing for music, mm-hmm. like kind of a thing. And the Ohms album is very good. Mm-hmm. Like it's a good listen. Like it's yeah. it's solid. I mean it's it's exactly what I remember of Deftones. Cool. It's that very original, alternative style. Like it's it's good. It's, it's important. It's great. Absolutely. And the fact that it links into that 20th anniversary with White Pony, I mean, mm-hmm. that's just... That's it's well played. <clears throat> so you have the the big three. Probably the, the, three, the three biggest. Um, you guys, correct me if I'm wrong, maybe song, artist, album? Yeah, it's fine. Would that be like the yeah, natural yeah. order? Sure. Or artist, song, I always album? think think that artist would be the big one because it covers all both song and okay song album artist yeah perfect okay Um, so our first our our first of the big three will be song of the year okay i'll go attaboy i heard this this particular song i heard this particular song i got excited i got belated i sent the song immediately to anthony oh yeah this one and i said this is why I love heavy music. Now, what I'm going to tell you, I'll be completely honest with this band. I checked out the rest of the catalog. <laughs> Subpar. Subpar. That's a good word for it. Thank you. Subpar. Subpar is a good word for it. Not my thing. Uh, the band is Anal Nathrock. Do you want to be a dick about it? <laughs> Anal Nathrock. But no, there's two A's. So Anal Nathrock. Anal. Anal Nathrock. The song is in Darkman. Sounds Egyptian. Anal. It's heavy. It's fast. It's got all the like the cool heavy elements, and then this cool thing happens in the chorus. It's got this crazy clean vocaled, very interesting, very hooky. It's very unexpected for a band that sounds like this, like very hooky chorus. Like you just want to sing along with this chorus. Like it's like it's like power metal meets death metal. Bit. Power metal meets the way to put it. awesome. Power metal, death metal, awesome. Mm-hmm. So, oh, not death metal, maybe deathcore. 
Power metal, death core, awesome. It's death power some. Death power core song. I like it. Uh, the song is in Darkman. It's fucking awesome. It's got the right amount of synth. Like I, I, I love this song. Like th- this showed up. You know how you get like the the stats, like what you've listened to, like mm-hmm. most of like Spotify. The day that I heard this song, I'm not, I'm not even gonna lie, because I do this thing where if I find a song that I really like, I fuck, over, over, I over, listen over to the shit until out of it. You hate it, the shit out of it, yeah. Almost, almost like. Like we, I even went out to you, and I, my fiance. She doesn't listen to metal music. It's like I'm sorry, you have to listen to this because I'm gonna listen to it because like this song is freaking beautiful. There's beauty in this song. And she's like, well, if you see that there's beauty in this song, like there must be like something really special. About it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's metal. Oh, it's fucking <laughs> epic. Like I love this song. I love the fact that I found this song. I've only got to listen to it three times before I got here. So we're listening to it more. So I probably put, like, a thousand fucking listens, like, the first 24 hours that I had on it. But, yeah, and Darkman, Anal, and Nothrock. Thank you. Beautiful. Um, I'm actually uh, going back to our last um, episode uh, with just uh, me and Marcus. And we, um, I reviewed the album. From the, and I don't think they're French. I keep thinking they're French, but I don't think they are. But the Morris Princium Est. Uh, Ace. Morris Princium Est, right? Yeah, French people never did anything cool. <laughs> Coming from a Frenchman. Um, so, the song that I... Crepes. That I, <laughs> crepes are very Baguettes. good. Baguettes. Yeah, it's they're like wine. Thin, like thin pancakes. Just say I love thin, <laughs> thin pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone know what I'm really saying. Nope, break my arm. <laughs> uh, so, uh, the song that I actually went with was their initial. Actually, I believe it was a single that they released. The um, the song in question or in topic, I guess would be a better term, is uh, "Lost in a Starless Aeon." Now we've I've kind of given my thoughts on this. The guitar work is fucking silly. This sounds great. And. The thing that gets me about this song is the chorus. And it's not the vocals in the chorus. It's the guitar. It's the lead guitar because it has this doo-doo-doo, doo-doo-doo. And it, like, that's what I hear. And it follows so well, and I can't get that out of my head every time I hear this song. And if that doesn't say anything about a song when it gets stuck in your head, right. it's probably got something, right? But ever since I actually checked out this album, um, this is one of the songs that I've played quite on repeat. Um, so, again, didn't want to double dip. I wanted to give credit to songs that were on their own, just had the weight to make the cut, I guess. Uh, so, yeah, this would be the one I pick. Which Trivium song makes Song of the Year, Dave? Strictly because I'm overthinking it, I won't be able to pronounce it, but Catastrophist! Oh, I said it right. Okay. <laughs> I had to go over that like 30 times in my head because I was like, I'm going to catatua stuff up, stuff is stuff is. Well, because it looks like catastrophist. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, I think I said that the first time we talked about no, it. No, but that that was a song that that absolutely grasped me the most yeah, off that album. I, there, sure there, like, like we said, there's so many, there's so many good versions. There's so many good examples of, of how Trivium reinvented themselves in so many different songs on that album, but Catastrophist for me was the. The all-encompassing song from that album, mm-hmm. like that. I feel like that song alone sums up. If you could, if you could sum up an album into one song, it would be that one. And I, I just love it. 
So, Dave, the uh, the next category is going to be album of the year. What's your album <laughs> of the year, bud? So, I'm going to go with Linkin Park. Uh, oh, wait, no. <laughs> I mean, Kill Switch. Oh, say, wait, no. Kill Switch? That was last year. So, it's all the... Ra- oh, wait, no. Uh, so, it's Trivium. <laughs> Bad boy. Um, what Dead Men Say. That's it. <laughs> I'm not sorry, dude. It doesn't compare to Dude, you don't have to be sorry. Like it's, it's fine. Like it is what it is. Like this is why it's an opinion-based show. And that all the Even if the opinions suck and are very biased. Your opinions not su- don't suck though. Like, Trivia's <laughs> fucking epic, dude. I know, it's dude, awesome. but I just I feel bad because it's like the These like, next these next two were tough. They they really they were. were because like it was rough for me, man. Like and like I really had to think of, I had to take like my own personal taste. I had to think like take like the actual like the actual, you know, the the product that was actually out there. So, album of the year. I went with Lamb of God, self-titled Lamb Crip. of God. Oh yeah. It took him a while to get a self-titled album, right? <laughs> like, usually it's like the first or second one to kind of just get like, that out of the we're way. We're gonna go with the eighth one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, you're not wrong. Um, there's some cool stuff in this album. Uh, you got Poison Dream that uh, features Jamie Josta. You got uh, yep. you got roots that features Chuck Billy. Uh, you got the you got the di- you got the monologue from uh, <clears throat> Memento Mori. Uh, goes right into Checkmate, which is just like an overall like crazy banger. Um, this is the first album with the absence of um, Chris Adler. Chris Adler. Because they have uh, what's his name? Art Art Cruz. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That's why I pointed at you because like. <laughs> Because I know the drummer of... That's all I know besides Randy Blythe. I don't know I, the guitar. I really don't. It, it all, I'm so Unfortunately, fucking, I'm, I'm so sorry. fucking bad with names, dude. Like, I'm, like, I'm the worst... I'm lucky I'm on my own. I'm the worst dude. human with names. Um, there was a certain growth to this album. Like, I, I mentioned it before with, like, with, with my vocalist of the year and Randy Blythe. There was a lot of growth in this album. There's a lot of... I, I, they're matured. The fine wine, the yeah. fine wine action. They're maturing, they're ma- and they're maturing in an epic way. These guys are going to be metal gods, like when when it's all said and done. I mean, they should be up there with the Metallicas and the all the other bullshit crap that you want to like put around that. Metallica, Megadeth, Slayer, like whatever. Lamb of God, like this is gonna this is gonna end, with, like with them being in the rafters, like kind of a thing. So, uh, my. My album of the year is the self-titled Lamb of God. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, mine is I'm double dipping here. Um, actually, I picked Avatar's Hunter Gatherer. Um, because the thing about Avatar, and we've gone over this every time I've talked about Avatar, every album is a different experience. You'll never experience the same Avatar twice when it comes to albums. Right. Which is awesome. Which I'm glad that they take a different route every time. Yeah. It's not that they're just changing because they're evolving, because they're changing because that's what they do. Exactly. They adapt to different types of music. They follow different things. And I think I brought up the fact that this brought back that raw, like old school, just kind of like fast metal. Like it doesn't do anything crazy. Their older shit is a lot more technical, a lot more more intricate stuff. This isn't as much, like, I mean, Colossus is very just like chugging. But it's such a good song, and it's so catchy, it's so heavy, and that's what they did. I think they have this kind of raw feeling behind it, 
that hunter-gatherer because it, it goes back to like old times like old style that's what the hunter-gatherer age of apes and I, I think that's just so cool how they do that and every time there's a new avatar release it's it's always a a whole fucking day of just getting into it and listening to the songs and seeing what they do it's not like oh they're gonna play this again you know it's always different it's always an event and I think this song and this whole album again it's the same thing it's just a whole different event but we don't have to learn about the king that he pooped today. That was different than last, than last album. Got that out of the way. Yeah, that was last album. <laughs> I mean, uh. Avatar alone, and if it wasn't for a few different things, they would have been my artist. But Avatar is for the music. It's for the the albums they release, I feel. <clears throat> so yeah, Hunter Gather is my go-to. So our final Packy Award that we are going to hand out today is going to be our overall artist of the year. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> I mean, me and Dave are going to be on the same page in this one. So. Yeah, but well, that's cool. That, that's cool. That's cool. But I was telling um, me and Dave drove drove to this location uh, together today, and I told him I wrote down three names, and like this was going to be like one of those ones. I have to think about this, like as mm-hmm. I like as you go through, the pro- mm-hmm. as I go through the process mm-hmm. and kind of pick. And I think I kind of came to my decision, and I'll I'll explain why. The three the three artists that I actually like narrowed this down to. Trivium was one. Mm-hmm. The album is phenomenal. I respect the hell out of the album, and kind of like admittedly so. I've only like I think I've only awarded them once because I knew they were going to be heavily represented. So yeah. it's like okay, I can expand out a little bit Correct. because they're right. going to be represented in mm-hmm. this show. Uh, Lamb of God was was going to be one of my possibilities. My ultimate choice, <clears throat> and other than being my binky, I'll explain exactly why. It's going to be August Burns Red. August Burns Red is going to be my artist of the year. One, Guardians is great. They introduced a really cool cover that, that I enjoy. Um, the album itself is a little bit different than previous August Burns Red. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, like, it's just, it's a different feel. It's a different, different look. Variation, yeah. And if I look at the year 2020 and the bands that did the most and the best with it, I'm going to say that August Burns Red, like, at least represented what needed to happen last year. Now I purchased the August Burns Christmas like stream. They did the um Ah oh, shit, was it the Thrill was it Thrill Seeker? Thrill Seeker yep. was the one they said. It was Thrill a, it was the Thrill Seeker stream mm-hmm. which I heard a lot of good things about. Like so I mean they in, they embraced the environment. It's like mm-hmm. listen, we can't be with you but we want to get you right. content. Mm-hmm. We can't be there for our like our normal routine, but we want to give you our normal routine. So I mean th- I feel like I feel like they embraced the year the way that 2020 needed to be embraced. Um, they're heavily active on social media. Like if you follow them on Facebook and mm-hmm. and like whatnot, like they're they're constantly doing like live chats and question like Q and A's. Uh, the the members are like heavily involved like out there. Um, they do a lot of stuff like outside of like the band. Like uh, Jake is. <laughs> It's uh, funny ass photo shoots with like the the Christmas sweaters and uh, he actually just put a he put a book out I believe it came out this year, which is like his like his spiritual journey. 
<clears throat> which I'm not a very spiritual person, but I might read <clears throat> it just because I respect the hell out of Jake. Right. Mm-hmm. And so my my fear is I'm going to read the book and then I'm I'll, I'm going to be like a like a god loving <laughs> like. I'm, I'm gonna, like, peace be with you. <laughs> and also <clears throat> with you. <laughs> <laughs> but out of, out of the three, I mean, I really think August Burns Red really embraced, like, 2020. They did the best that they possibly could to, like, like reach out to their fans, be connected with their fans. And and at the same time, they still put out awesome content. Like, yeah. I can't say enough for that live stream. Right. Like, it... I, I enjoyed the shit out of it. Like, it was, it was fucking epic. Even went and, back to record it three times. And <laughs> listening to the new stuff being played, like, live, like, I, it's, like, it's there. It's, like, this right. is this is going to be great. It's great. And right. so that's it. My artist of the year, August Burns Red. Hell yeah. I finally get to sneak my binky in there. Attaboy. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure. Me and Anthony's answers are going to be similar. Be close. Um, be close. But no, I say similar because I truthfully looked at this question. and I looked at the actual artist. You know, uh, when I obviously, obviously, my answer is probably going to be related to Trivium, right? Uh, after this, this episode. Sure. Um, but of Trivium, when I look at the actual artist, I look at Matt Heafy, mm-hmm. and I feel like for him mm. personally. This last year was was kind of about his new kind of exploration as to who he was in mm-hmm. the industry. Same drill too, like he's very and that and I feel like I feel like this album was representative of him working through a lot of the struggles that he had mm-hmm. in the industry before, to where now as he has his own channels and he has his own he does his own streams and he does all that's, these that's things. That's what I was, I was going to. And he connects out. with people, you know what I mean? And, and he's. But he's reinvented himself and also his music. I feel like that's why it resonates so heavy with me because he, this is not like, you know, 2019, this would not have been him. This would not have been anything that we would have even entertained for him. This is not something he would have even considered. You know what I mean? But I feel like because of how, first of all, how 2020 went down and how, you know, now you have artists that are looking to make revenue that they can't otherwise get. Because, you know, their their way of making money is now removed. So I feel like that, that kind of innovative and, and reinvention of himself just, just really kind of propelled them further. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like his his approach to music in general and to, to his career kind of, it, it was, it was like this kind of from the, not necessarily from the ashes, they didn't crash and burn, but... Uh, they weren't, and and I don't I don't want to be rude. Um, I I hate saying that artists like stagnate, and I don't ever want to say that Trivium did, but there was a plateau. Yeah, no, there I'm, was a plateau in Trivium if, music where it was I, like, if I may, like uh, uh, Silence uh, in the Snow, the Silence in the Snow. Right. He silence actually had there. health issues where he wasn't able to do his metal core screaming, which is why it was all clean which vocals. is why it was like clean and like the fans like they didn't. Vocal it's like so. I'm like I'm happy as hell for Matt like for Matt Heafy's sake that like one like one you're healthy seriously two you're recovered and like you're back to like kind of like where you want to be, be like kind of a thing right and it's like but also where your fans want you to be I feel like that's the big connect, the big disconnect that so many bands miss out on it's like yeah we can make new content all the time we can go in a hundred different directions and and make a new sound but this is what these are all the sounds that your fans love, and mm-hmm. this is what you're combining now right. and making. 
and and it's so I, hard because it's like it's like one of those things. It's like even if it wasn't like health related, it's like you know I just wanted to like try <clears> like a different direction. It's right. like be open to that. Because There's nothing wrong with that. Don't get me wrong. It's right. It's like you can only do the same thing so many times. Right. Absolutely. Because like at what point do you get to the point where it's like oh you're just doing the same thing over and over well, and then over you're and just over hate again? Reading, so and it's well, like exactly. It's like you don't want to. You yeah. don't want that title either. But you can't. But then again, you reinvent yourself. It's like oh this isn't like. This is in trivia. It's like, come on, people. Like, no, I feel like the beauty of the music industry is that the fans look at the journey. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the journey. It's not the. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily but the sound. The fact it's, that it was health related and he's come back from it, right? And like he's back. He's back to normal. Like that. That's fucking epic. And I feel like I feel like Matt Heafy is like the Alex Smith of the music world. <laughs> like, and, I, no, I'm sorry. Okay. This is you guys. I'm, I keep. Well, the, so I, I mean. We talk about the evolution of bands, and, and we brought it up before, but there's one thing about evolution and changing what you sound like to a different platform, but there's also just making yourself better at what you do. Right. And I think that Trivium has accomplished this within the last two albums. They've definitely honed in on their craft. And I'm kind of jumping, and, and we talk about the, the artist alone. So, again, you have Matt Heath, who has a Twitch channel. Right. He's done a few things with Jared Dines. Right. Um, he does the the vocal stuff with um, um, Ice Nine Kills. He did a few things. He's been around, mm-hmm. and he's trying to explore. He's trying to get in different places. He's trying to be yep. other people instead of just Trivium. His Twitch channel is ginormous right now. Ginormous. Huge. That was the only. That was the thing I was going to add. Like he's he's twenty twenty as well. Mm-hmm. Like he's interacted with fans. Like yep, he's absolutely. he's actually communicating out there. And he's bridged the gap. Like yep. he and survived. Like he mm-hmm. communicates with like with the. It's mm-hmm. like hey, what do you want to see me play? To, like yeah. let's try this. He takes requests. Mm-hmm. Like, it, like he did he that thing with Sepultura too, which is really cool. Yep, I got to play with them. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, Corey as well also has a Twitch channel. Uh, Paleo, also, or I'm sorry, pa- Paolo, Paolo. Is that you think you said? They're um, the soccer player. <laughs> no, it's Pele. Guitars. <laughs> they're they're our bass player. Yeah. Um. He's got a Twitch channel. I mean, even Alex has a Twitch channel, which is a lot of drum related things. So I mean, they they've they've all have a platform that you can follow them and and be part of their community and what they do. I feel like which that's is awesome. Be a huge shift. Which is awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah. For bands like and, this is and like this is another one of the bands, obviously excluding. Um, Alex, but in, in the same way he's included himself in it, is that they've they've all been from the beginning. Corey's been from from Ascendancy. Actually, I think Corey was in in um, Inferno, Amber to Inferno. If I'm correct, I could be wrong. Nope, Ascendancy. Sorry. So 2005 Ascendancy, and so was uh, Paolo. Was also Ascendancy. Obviously, Matt Heafy was originally the guitarist, but they've always been together. They've always been. Trivium, you know what I mean, and and that we've brought it up a million times with Corn and, and um, Tool, like to have the same, right, constant band members. That's huge, huge. Because you grow together. You're not adding. You're not subtracting. You're not throwing different elements, which sometimes helps. And I get that, but you always have the same foundation. And I brought up the same thing before with Alex. I mean, that was huge. I mean, that was a big addition that they huge. needed. Yeah. And I feel like he's almost gonna be like there for the long run you know what right. I mean no yeah. this sound sounds like they have so many different like like they, they did so many different new things mm-hmm. but like and it wasn't reinventing the wheel or anything but it was like reinventing their sound and then there's so many different directions that they can go from well, here here's the thing that I want to follow up with I, I brought it up a thousand times but they did that live show where Matt Heafy had to leave they had Jared Dines involved they had Howard Jones come up to do a few songs they yep. had um 
the guy from uh, Avatar, come yep. up to do a few songs. But the fact that as a band, they did a few songs like Betrayer with just the band, that they can technically cover for a lead singer and a guitarist, because Corey does most of the screams. Their bassist can cover the clean vocals just fine. So yeah. they can play most of their shit without a lead singer. And that shows the diversity that the band right. has, where if shit goes down, someone can cover someone. Cover down. Yep. Like, that's huge. Next man up. And that's like, what you that's really awesome. Like, that's awesome. Like, the fact that you can do that, because most bands would be like, why? Well, you can be that tight. You know what I mean? Or you gotta you kind have of back to be out. so tight to be able to mm-hmm. do that. To be able to be like, yep, yeah, we got it. We're kind of covered. Roll with it. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, that's huge. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, so that would be my artist, or my, yeah, artist of 2020. Yep. For, uh, for, for, I mean, for slim pickings, like, everybody that was, like, mentioned today, I mean, there was definitely, there was definitely stuff out there that was actually, that was actually worth highlighting, obviously, and it's, uh, it's, it's a fun, it's a fun activity to, like, really break it down as, uh, like, okay, what was, like, literally your favorite? Yeah. Um, it's, uh, I can't. I can't ever have just a favorite. Like I just right. can't. It's, it's always oh. changing. It's I'm a. I'm a moody changing. bastard. So it's, it's like dep- you know. Yeah, really, like, it depends what you want to feel. You know we had I mean? we had 12 months last year. So like you had to you had to like <laughs> pick my favorites from like the 12 months of like moodiness. Mm-hmm. Um, we always challenge anybody. Like hey, email us if like you know take all of our, like, take all of the 13 categories that we that we we just oh, threw you out counted there. Counted them. I'm proud of you. Took the whole episode, but you counted them. <laughs> Gold star. Took me the whole episode to count them. Exactly, so I mean, I, I, I've had my hands out like, <laughs> like the whole one number two. What um, my hands? We actually challenge. I mean, you know, we love email feedback. So I mean, like, take all thirteen categories. Like, I'll li- I'll list them for you. Like, I'll throw them I'll throw them on the social medias if you need like a list. Uh, give us your feedback because I mean that that's fun. Like, you know, we'll we'll interact with us. I mean, we'll 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 jam with you. We're mm-hmm. fine. We're cool. But, <laughs> We're cool. Um. Nope, Packy Awards, take two. I mean, it was a good time. I mean, so 2020. It's an interesting one. Gone, it's in the books. I mean, was it slim? Yeah. Was it different? Absolutely. Uh, we talked about this, like, the, the last episode where it's like, you know, there's there's more things that we want to do with, like, this podcast, and, like, we were very limited. Like, we didn't, we had zero live appearances this year. Like, we didn't go to any festivals. We had all kinds of news stories, but none of them were very good. Our, um... <laughs> Our in-studio guests, obviously, you know, we got to do that stuff sparingly. Hopefully 21, like, gives us, like, a, a more open window mm-hmm. because, I mean, that's a content that we really want to bring to you. Yep. Um, For sure. But, I mean, the stuff's out there. I mean, mm-hmm. especially, like, this day and age. I mean, every like, there's, there's releases for days. It's just a matter of, like, finding it, weeding it out and... You know, radio radio play. I mean, I know in the Boston area we don't have a lot of radio stations, but like between satellite, it's, it's just a matter of finding it, and that's what we try to do for you. And mm-hmm. we love your feedback. We love your suggestions. Uh, we love getting submissions. Like we'll we'll feature stuff. We'll like if you're if underground above just above ground, like whatever you want to call yourself. Like we love we love featuring it. Hopefully twenty one is gonna is gonna produce another great year. Pack you awards number three. Like maybe we'll be racking our brains. It's like shit, man. Like we had thirteen categories and like I had this, this and this to choose from, like kind of a thing. And yeah. I'm ex I'm excited. A little bit anxious. <laughs> It'll be interesting. 
can't ready to, can't wait to get back into a mosh pit. I'm telling you, like right. I, I just want to just like nice. just bump some elbows with some guys, masks or what? Like masks or not? <laughs> yeah, whatever. I mean, and it, just a big I'm old not, Bane mosh pit. Not gonna go. <laughs> yeah, right. Not gonna go that route, but um, <coughs> go let that one go before that before anything else. But yeah, um, yeah. Good times. Good times had by all. If the guys have nothing else to say, Dave can take us home and uh, we can all go to bed. Well, that's it for us kids and for 2020. It's been one heck of a year. We've had all kinds of ups and downs. It's been a little bit unpredictable, but, you know, the the true ones have stayed true. And I can say that of us just like I can say that of all these bands that we've now discussed. So we're, contra- we're contractually signed, by the way, for another 12 months. So Ew, we'll be here kids. to annoy the piss out of you. Yep. Like mm-hmm. a, You're welcome. For we'll, at least this one. We'll be taking up your ear space for much longer now. <laughs> if you feel dedicated now, it's going to get worse. No, That'd be kidding. cool. Like instead of uh-huh. face, like Facebook, it'd be like ear space. Ear space, Facebook, face space, ear space. Yeah, instead, um, instead, <laughs> instead of like Instagram, it's just like, ah! <laughs> just loud, weird noises. <laughs> But that's uh, that's it for us, kids. Thank you for tuning in to Heavy Metal Over Six Pack, the only place you can find local, national, and international rock metal and beer reviews. We do this as often as we possibly can because we love all topics discussed, and we will continue to do so mm-hmm. for your listening pleasure. We love you all. Hopefully, your twenty one, your twenty twenty was awesome. Your twenty twenty one will be even better, and we will see you, you on the flip side. <laughs> Bye. Adios. Deuces. Hasta luego. That is the end of this episode. Thank you for tuning in to another exciting episode of Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack Podcast. Marcus, Dave, and Anthony signing off. Check out the podcast at hmoa6pack.automatic.net. Email hmoa6pack at gmail.com. Like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.